Welcome back to Try Not. I'm Leah. And I'm Mia. And today we're going to be talking about, oh my god, <laughs> gong baths. <laughs> I don't, if you say it, I don't think I even actually understand what you're saying. Gong bath. So, a gong bath was actually introduced to us by my sister. We've mentioned already that, you know, anyone that's tried anything a bit weird, let us know and uh, we'll give it a go on Try Not and talk about it. So my sister went and did this, told me it had to be on our podcast. So we booked it in. It's fucking ridiculous. I mean, honestly, we've done some odd stuff. This is bizarre. I think it's it's top in terms of the, the weirdest because I've never heard of it before. But anyway, let me explain what a gong bath is. So we are going to a place called aboutgong.com. No, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to a, a place called About Gong. And on their website, they explain that a gong bath is an immersive sound experience. It's called a bath because sound waves wash over you as you relax and enjoy the melodic journey, which you're eye rolling already. <laughs> does not bode well. The harmonics will effortlessly lull your mind into a meditative state while the vibrations revitalise your body and help to release tension. By the end, you'll feel supremely relaxed, calm and happy. We've only booked 30 minutes. So primarily, this is because I do not think I'm going to be able to get through this experience without pissing myself. (laughs) So they they give options of 30 minutes, 45 minutes and a full 60 minute experience. They also allow you to book 15 days of gonging (laughs) or gong packages. Gong itself was founded with a clear mission to help more people access the benefits of meditation and sound therapy through the power of gong. As I read all of this, Leah is eye-rolling so much her pupils like in the back of her head. So, you know, many people understand the benefit of meditation, but they might struggle to actually meditate or experience the benefits. Um, So what the gong bath supposedly offers is a variety of settings, including their studio or workplaces. So you can do like team building gong baths and bring this deeply impactful meditative experience to everyone that's curious enough to try something new. And that's the whole point of the Try Not Pod. So we are trying something new. Leah, what is that frustration all about? Well, I'm totally down with the benefits of meditation, and I actually do believe in meditation, and do sometimes meditate. I feel like saying people who can't access it are just people who haven't fucking tried. I'm sorry, I have tried uh, to meditate, and my mind wanders. And that's probably because I don't know how to do You're it. allowed for your mind to be I just find it very boring. Anything to do with meditative anything. And you won't find it boring to be lying on a rattan mat in the middle of a fucking <laughs> place in, where is it, Finsbury? Where are we going? <laughs> Farringdon. Farringdon. And have some wanker banger gone. <laughs> like, no disrespect, but it's what the actual fuck? Just, so maybe that's it. You know, they, they're saying, <laughs> look, I'm not saying that I'm completely bought into this at all. I'm really not. I'm doing it for the hilarity factor. But, um, you know, I can't access meditation because I find that it's bullshit. It's not bullshit. <laughs> sorry, let me correct that phrase. Meditating is not bullshit. For me, it does. I can't get into that state. It doesn't work for me. Okay. My mind, whatever. So this might be my avenue into meditation. Yeah. All right, fine. I mean, fine. Look. I've been really critical about a lot of the stuff that we've done. And, and exactly, actually, all of the things you've been critical about, you've come back at the end and said, I'm really glad we did that. It's changed my perspective. Uh, hypnotherapy? Don't think that was the Well, case. That's that, that she was 
interesting and difficult and did not hypnotize you. Yeah, true. You um, just love saying that, don't you? Hypnotize over, over again. No, that she, oh, that she didn't, didn't hypnotize, hypnotize you. Everything else that you called bullshit on, and I think that is your phrase pretty much for yeah, try not is, is I call, bullshit. I call yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Um everything bar hypnotherapy, you've I come back and call swallowed. Yeah, I I call bullshit on it too. But I'm told, going open minded. I told some people at work today, I was like, oh yeah, tomorrow, you know, I'll be in a bit late because I'm going to a gong bath and they were like, sorry, what? <laughs> and I explained what it was and every single one of them looked at me like I had four heads. Like, don't get me wrong. And they know we're doing this for the podcast. They know we do strange things. And they were just like, what the actual part? Don't get me wrong. When my sister told me about it, I was like, I'm sorry, come again? Did she like it? I don't want either of us to be too influenced okay, fine, yeah. by it. So I know how she felt about it. Oh, you do? And we can, yeah. And we can talk about that once we've tried it. But I don't okay. want to influence your calling okay. bullshit. Yes, well. another <laughs> try not experience. So I have done some bizarre meditations in different parts of the world and they haven't always been exactly what I was expecting okay so I went to a meditation um group in India when I was traveling and it was supposed to be a water meditation it was supposed to be a water meditation so I assumed that we would be in water because that kind of it it conjured images of you in a little pod of water like in a flotation tank, if you like. Yes, yes. Or maybe even in the sea or in a pool. But in fact, it was you sitting on a mat and somebody flicking water at you. <laughs> yeah, one of the weirdest experiences of my life. And I was alone, so that helped me suppress the giggles because, you know, once I get giggly, I that's it. I and mean, you don't want to catch somebody's eye when you are literally pissing your pants. No, exactly, that's true. So there's that. I also went to chanting in Brighton at the Buddhist Centre and it was wonderful but when what is that just but they encourage you to make like noises the noises that want to come out of your body oh my god I can't and there are some people who want the noises to come out of their body why don't they do that in their own private space no I can imagine they're probably like gross sex noises sex noises like really guttural like (laughs) base level noises that you just think it's to be fair, if they made those noises during sex, you would be out of there. You'd be like, get out of me, and you'd be gone. <laughs> get out of me, you would. Because nobody wants that level of like, just debauched sound. Like, oh, gross. I, I'm never going to. You keep trying to convince me to come to the British Centre in Brighton. You've no, now convinced no, no, no. me not to. For that particular session, if you just go and they, do, uh, they do meditation with. Um, with the, the monks and it's the most phenomenal thing. yeah because that's yeah you've tried to convince me to do that I'm yeah. now I mean I was already in two minds I'm now in three minds yeah okay well the, the guttural noise is not good but this I just don't understand the benefit like I I'm, the look the oh, sound waves will wash through your body bull- bullshit well look okay imagine a gong a gong is a pretty big fucking symbol <laughs> I can't okay. think of another way of describing it. Well, it's a gong, isn't it? So oh, yeah, what's well, yeah. it's a symbol? No, the symbol's the thing you bash. It's not a triangle. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like you're you're, you're it's on the a right. big symbol, yeah. and you whack it with a big. I did sneakily watch a video last night. Oh, did this. you? Yeah, you little yeah. shit. I did, and um, actually, they don't do a lot of bashing. Oh, they do a lot of dragging. Oh, so it's more of a like dragging across the gong. So is it a bit like a snare drum with that like? 
that that so it's not even going to be that iconic kind of gong or maybe it will who knows I mean but to be honest with you I my biggest fear on this one and it's not a fear it's in like an actual fear but my biggest concern is I will just start pissing myself well so we can sit at opposite ends of the room and uh not look at each other it won't make any difference in fact I think knowing that you're not going to take it seriously I'm going to take it very seriously I'm going to take it very, very seriously. I'm going to be very stoic. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to go in there with every intention of starting my day right, being relaxed, <laughs> and letting the gong sound wash over. I mean, I've got lots going on in my head, so I'm I'm quite lo- looking forward to this relaxed mind, body, soul state that it's promising. Yeah. I just, oh, I just, there's something about it that just, you know, like, there are a lot of things in the world that just seem really faddy. <laughs> <laughs> what, like veganism? <laughs> well, not, no, veganism, not so much. But, like... But that felt like a fad when it first came out. Now I completely... Look, I'm not a vegan, but I completely buy into it. Veganism never felt fad. Did it not? No. Maybe because you don't live in London, where, like, everyone is into all the fads. It's like, oh, I'm now a vegan. And then you find out two months later, they aren't. I lived at the top of what is called Muesli Mountain in Brighton. <laughs> because, basically, all of the hippies... And all of the students and all of the, like, vegans live in this very particular area. It's like Hanover leading up to Queen's Park. I lived in Queen's Park. It was, like, very normal, I would say. Apart from the woman who tried to steal my cat with bacon. But we'll <laughs> Hanover day. Hanover, this massive hill that ran up to Queen's Park, was just full of, like, multicoloured houses and all of this kind of stuff. Just to give you some idea of the ridiculousness, one day I was walking up the hill, which you don't ever want to do because it's the longest hill in the world and it just kills you. And there was a woman carrying a bucket full of snails. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I said, huh, what are you doing with those? Just to be, you know, chatty. Chatty. And she said, oh, well, we're sorting out our garden today, so I'm just rehoming them up to Queen's Park. That is fucking Muesli Mountain. People rehome snails. Like... I'm down with like. I think you just found the one odd board. No, no, it, no, 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 no. That is that is what it's known for. Yeah. Okay, so Brighton's faddy, London's faddy. But but I mean like faddy like. Okay, let me try and think of some examples because genuinely there must be quite like. Okay, so Zumba is faddy. That thing I don't where, think it is. It's still going on. It's been going on for years now. What about that thing where you bounce on tiny trampolines? Bounce. All oh, right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I tried that actually, and ballet, uh, ballet bar. No ballet, like ballet beatbox. Ballet. But what are you talking about? <laughs> so David Lloyd had all of these fitness classes when, when I was a member, and most of them were like normal. So they had like four different types of yoga, some Pilates, blah blah blah. They had some like high impact stuff, like I can't remember what they were called, but like hit or like. But none of that, yeah, but that And then they had, like, hit ballet. Yeah, yeah. So to try and, like, fad it up, they, like, were like, oh, we'll take this normal high-impact, like, punching course, and we'll, like, incorporate ballet. And the only thing that was different about it was we wore fucking ballet pumps. stop it. Oh, my God. Okay, that's a bit And maybe you did a couple of spins. I don't know. I didn't go to the class because it was faddy. But (laughs) there's a lot of faddy shit in the world. And this, to me, sounds faddy. Gong. Okay, I don't disagree with you because until two days ago, I'd never heard of it. Right. But it could actually, imagine if gong baths became the new veganism and everyone suddenly did gong baths. Well, so you have to like get a gong in your home. Do you need a gong master? (laughs) 
the master of your own gong? That's the question. I can be the master of my own gong. Um, I don't. I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow. We'll find out. You know, maybe I'll start doing gong baths in my flat. That might be my new job. Really? I don't think you've got the floor space. <laughs> so, Plus, I have actually new neighbours that keep banging on my door on my wall really? whenever I put my music on. So, if I started gonging, can you imagine? They bang on your wall. Yeah, it's actually really inconsiderate. Which wall? Uh, this one. So it's like the other building on the other side. The other building. Like, I mean, obviously the same building, but you know, there's two doorways. Yeah. So the left hand doorway. And how do they bang? So me and my friend were listening to music on a Friday night at 9pm. And I'm very aware that I've got a really bassy speaker. So I turned the bass down. 9pm. And it was like, sorry, that was a knock on my wall. And I was like, am I imagining that? Em, can you hear a knock? She was like, no, it's the music, mate. Anyway, we continue, you know, another 10 minutes. Not again. And I was like, I'm not imagining it. So anyway, turn the music down. We were leaving at 10pm to go clubbing. Like, it's not like I was having a big night or a party in my flat. Oh my but anyway, so she maybe it's her voice. She was around the other night and we were watching TV, not loudly because we were chatting, and the knock again. So if I had gong baths in my flat... Um, They'd have a real reason to knock. But maybe I'd afford to then buy them out and tell them to fuck off. Yeah, that's no, true. That does seem unreasonable. Yeah, it was completely unreasonable. Anyway, completely off topic. Yeah, sorry. Back to the gong baths. Um, so can maybe I could be a gong master. Can I just say, though, first of all, there is no bath involved. So I initially thought maybe you lay in a bath. Oh, yes. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, you're right. you were relaxing in a bath. But you're not. You're on a rattan mat, aren't you? I mean, that's basically the synopsis. And also, the other interesting thing is, I asked you what kind of clothing I would bring for this venture. Correct. Thinking it was going to be kind of like a... Well, I might have to shave my legs and put on some yoga pants. And in fact, they have a very useful FAQs page, which says exactly that. What should I wear? No fancy athletic clothing is needed for a gong bath. So they acknowledge the faddy, ridiculous people with their fancy Lululemon, whatever. <laughs> Sweaty Betty's and, their, you know, fancy whatever. You don't What's need that. It's not, I get the name wrong. It's Lululemon. 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 Anyway. Yeah, that one. Oh. Somebody talked about this the other day to me. I really, it's like expensive oh, active right, okay. wear. So you do not need fancy athletic clothing. Wear whatever you feel comfortable in. Work clothes, day clothes, week- weekend clothes. It's all perfectly acceptable. Oh my God, that, that opens a whole other issue in my mind. Do people have work clothes, day clothes, weekend clothes? So my clothes are all the same. But <laughs> um, imagine that you're working in a bank and you have like your suit. And then you obviously are not wearing a suit on If weekend. there is a person at the gong bath in a suit, <laughs> I will fucking take it all back. I, it's in Farringdon, so I imagine probably not. It is probably a bunch of trendies that all work in startups. Okay, fuck's sake. So this is an 8.30 in the morning. So not only is it like an insult because it's fucking gong bath, but it's at 8.30 in the morning in Farringdon. It is. But I'm going to give you some more information. Okay. What will a gong bath feel like? What do you think it will feel like? And then I will tell you what they say. I think it will feel like 30 minutes of torture (laughs) and that I will want to get up off my rattan mat and go and get a Starbucks. So everyone has a different experience with the gong. (laughs) So it could be that that's yours. The sound waves stimulate nerve endings and penetrate into your cells. So you may feel tingling or sensations of electricity. That was quite exciting. The gong also affects your mind and it helps to settle into a more meditative state. Some people feel completely blissed out while others feel emotional. This will be different each time you come. 
And the first time can be particularly intense since it will be a new experience for your mind and body. Some people may fall asleep, but it's best to try and remain awake and, pres- and present for an optimal experience. Well, we all know you're going to be asleep. I'm going to be doing the post. It's like, what did you think of it? Well, I like the first gong and then I was asleep. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, based on flotation, sleeping, hypnotherapy, sleeping or hypnotised, uh, theatre together, sleeping. sleeping. Random thing that wasn't working for you uh forgotten what it was called because it was so shit what was oh god that was terrible what was that uh neural feedback neural feedback sleeping, sleeping. <laughs> there is a common theme there is yeah at least uh, you didn't fall asleep uh, during taxidermy you know, oh no that was amazing i was thinking about that the other day and maybe we should follow up and do the next level of the two-day taxidermy is that the squirrel yeah yeah i've got to do one for the same person oh okay great i'd love to do that yeah. well, let's book it in so yeah, I'm, I probably will fall asleep. Plus, it's 8.30 in the morning, and you've seen me not get up very well in mornings. Yeah. So, if I'm half asleep and we Uber there. How far is it? 10 minutes in an Uber. Oh, fine, yeah. So, I will still be in a meditative, sleepy state. Do we get a tough breakfast before we go? Was it a post-gone breakfast? Well, whatever you fancy. Okay. I don't know. Should we see if it says anything about eating? <laughs> eating done. before you come. I remember um, hot yoga were very, very, very clear... So I did Bikram for mum. Oh, wow. It was like a deal. Like you bought a card and you could go as many times as you wanted a month. It was amazing. Um, I absolutely loved Bikram. It was like the best thing ever. By the end of the month, I was like the bendiest person ever. Oh, wow. Yes, yeah, insane. But they tell you, drink a shitload of water and don't, don't eat. eat. Or maybe a banana. I can't remember. Anyway, whatever they told me to do. You did the opposite, obviously. No, I didn't do the opposite. But then I don't drink water. You know this about yeah. me. Like I, do, I cannot physically drink a pint of water in a week. So drinking four <laughs> litres before an 8am hot yoga class was impossible. So the first time I went, I was like, oh, fuck it. I had like a, like a sip. <laughs> and I ate a banana. Went in. Did the hot yoga class. Died. Came out. <laughs> Threw up oh, a banana and a sip of water. <laughs> the next day, I got up at 6am, drunk two litres of water, went to the class, did okay. Um, as in, I didn't, you know, throw, throw up. up. But I had to pee like 50 times. Yeah, that's my so issue. So after that, I was like, fuck water. it, you get one glass of water body and you deal with it. Fine. And it did, it adjusted. So, just, I've just, something that's caught my eye. That's quite a faddy Bikram. No, because a lot of people still do it, I think. Well, not like it was. Yeah, maybe. That like, it was funny. a thing. Like, everyone was like, yeah. And actually, that... Maybe I'm maybe I'm being a bit of a bitch then, because that was amazing. Like, Bikram is amazing. Well, there you go. Gong bathing might be amazing, too. But Bikram actually makes you... You actually do work out. Like, you're stretching every part okay, of your body. Okay, well, this is a, a mental and body relaxation therapy, which is also just as good for you as a, as a workout is. In fact, you should do equal measures of rest and exertion. I love the fact that you're saying that, but actually your face is saying... So thanks for trying to convince but me and all of the Going back to gong mastering okay. in my own apartment, this is how our gong master started. Okay. So um, this gong master... Um, had her first experience of gong bathing at a yoga retreat in Thailand a few years ago. She now dedicates herself to introducing more people to this deeply impactful and beneficial practice. She started by hosting gong baths for friends in her apartment. So she obviously didn't have shitty neighbours that knock on her wall. Um, But if you say it's not actual just banging a gong and it's more stroking it, then... Well, um, let's see. Maybe that was the wrong video because it wasn't their video. It was uh, just like a... 
you know, a got, video on YouTube. I like to try and do a little bit of research before I. Put I love that you do. I don't. I just fucking ridiculous situation. Whole head jump in. Okay. Do you want to know what happens during a gong bath? Yes. So the session starts out with a brief introduction, a short guided meditation. Fuck, I'm going to fall asleep at that I love point. a guided meditation. Oh, I hate it. Okay, I'm all for it now. Ugh. Love a guided meditation. So the guided meditation will help you settle into the experience. The gong will then play as you sit or lie... Oh, you can sit or lie comfortably. You need to sit. Why? So I don't fall asleep. Yes. And listen to the various sounds and feel any sensations that may come up. The session will conclude with a short silence, followed by a few words to guide you back into the space. That's why I'm going to want to fart. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Why? Because it'll be everything will be really quiet, like everything will be really, really silent, and I'll just get really, really paranoid that I need to fart. So talking about vibrations, I don't know the science behind this, and maybe I should have looked this up, but it's just come to my mind now. Um, so if you go like raving and stand next to the speakers because the vibrations are so loud through your body sometimes it makes you need to go have a shit but there is a there is actually a noise isn't there there is a sound um and it's a particular frequency and it's called the brown note and if you hear it i believe it actually makes you shit yourself. <laughs> so well thing. maybe the gong bar thing um has some brown noting it sounds I so much like so. brown nosing as well. I don't, I don't think so. No. I don't think this is induced for people to like <laughs> shit themselves on a round mat. No, what? So what? This brown note makes you shit on spot or it just makes you need to go to the toilet? On spot. Stop it. No, it's legit. Well, I don't know if it's legit. I'll look it up and I'll let you know tomorrow when we record the Apre, um, Apre Gong Bath. But I'm pretty sure either it's an urban legend um, or it's a legit thing, but there is something called the brown note and it is potentially something that yeah makes you pay yourself okay well i mean so hang on i've actually just found it so the brown note what it says is the brown note is a hypothetical infrasonic frequency that would cause humans to lose control of their bowels due to resonance so it's hypothetical to demonstrate the existence of a brown note using sound waves transmitted through air have failed (laughs) the name is a metonym <laughs> for the common colour of human feces. Oh, thanks, thanks. I didn't guess that from the name. Um, look, I can believe it. Like I said, vibration, <laughs> vibrations on occasion in a riot rave have made me want to go to the toilet, not shit myself. There is actually, just saying here, there are there are a lot of people that are looking to try and find this. It's actually a video on YouTube that says, warning, the real brown note. I don't want to watch that okay. because I can't even imagine. That might be like two girls in a cup. No, I think probably that's going to be a frequency that's going to make you shit yourself. Well, yeah, but then you're watching somebody listen to a sound and then shit themselves. No, no, I think basically they're going to play you a sound and, <laughs> you're, and you're going to shit yourself. That's, a, that's oh, why I, I imagine that working. Oh, okay, but no, anyway, equally, I don't need to watch that then. Okay, Thanks. fine. I, I don't know how we always manage to turn these things <laughs> Into either sex or shit. I know, it's not right uh. at all, but there we are. So, there we are, tomorrow morning, 8.30, we'll be there, Rattan mats. I'll try not to shit myself. Or laugh, and you will try desperately not to fall asleep. Agreed. Okay, that's a done deal. Okay, can't wait. See you on the other side. So, we're sitting in a car about 10 minutes away from the gong bath place um, in traffic with no way of getting to our gong on time. So, we will have to rebook. And unfortunately, no meditation gong bathing for us today. I'm somewhat relieved, um, apart from the fact that we just hired a car to get us here because we couldn't get an Uber because of some fucking crisis situation in London, probably due to Trump. Um, That might be it. Keep going, keep going. (gasps) Another red light! (laughs) 
We've had four red lights at one junction. It is actually now gong time. It's 8.29. So we should be lying on our little rest our mats and getting ready to, to get our gong on. Um, but it's not going to happen, is it? It's not going to happen. So uh, I'm dragging Leah to a garden centre instead because I want to buy some plants for my balcony. <laughs> and who needs to go to work? <laughs> Welcome back. So we've just returned from... Well, I say just returned. We returned earlier this evening from our golden bath experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and we haven't talked a great deal about it. You have made some observations about my... Your state, but we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. So basically, when we met, I think we were both. Actually, I probably wasn't that stressed. I was just miserable because it's raining and wet and gross. You seemed quite over it, to be fair. Over the gonging, I wasn't really interested in what we were about to do. Yeah. Um, And I was annoyed at myself because actually, Leah and I were meeting up to do something else this evening um that I forgot to book in time and therefore we couldn't do. So then Leah suggested that we finally do this gong that we put off since possibly summer definitely before the summer it was before I'd started my job so eight months yeah it took us eight months so to finally book this in so yeah I was I went a bit begrudgingly but it was my fault and that's why we were going so I felt like I couldn't complain about the fact that we were going and Leah arrived looking very exhausted stressed and not happy with general life and yeah pissing it down outside we turn up we find the address and you know it's at 7 p.m and we were meeting at half six but both of us actually got there early um turn up at the door and we were trying to figure it out in the pissing rain when the lady i can't remember her name showed up and was eloise. Like, eloise and says if you're here for gong um i need 10 minutes so um yeah you need to give me 10 minutes to set up the room leaving us in the fucking street in the pissing fucking rain. And it was it is feral out there today, so it was it was really raining. So we nicked across the road into some bloody hotel lobby. Um, I don't understand how... You're so cheeky. I've never have done that. I was like, oh, what should I order? And you were like, nothing. Yeah, it's a hotel lobby. You can just sit there for five minutes in the pissing rain so that you're not in the pissing rain and then go about your business. Yeah. But yeah, so I was over it and not happy with our... The rain situation and you were just telling me about life dramas in general yeah but super excited to do this because actually i remember so we were gonna do it once i know we were gonna do it weren't we and then we missed it because of the traffic yeah. and it was already traumatic and then we were gonna do it again but we just couldn't work it out because you got your new job and it was in the morning and it was all like a bit impossible yeah schedule wise so super excited to be doing it but I don't remember what I said. We were just talking about this. We it's so long since we recorded the pre bit of this that we don't actually remember what we said. No. But I'm pretty sure I said it was bullshit. I mean, I think I did too. I think, I think I, my sister had suggested it to us, and I said she wasn't allowed to tell me about it. Well, hadn't she told you, and you wouldn't tell me what she'd said? Oh, maybe. I don't know. It's so long ago. But anyway, so effectively, I was going in begrudgingly. You were excited then to do it. Excited to do it, but not... I've, but not I, really. In fact, before we even walked in, you were like, just a reminder, I'm calling bullshit on this. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Because essentially what you're telling me is I'm going to lie down in the room and someone's going to bang a gong. My, I, my Today, all I kept thinking today, since you messaged me this morning and said, look, let's do this, was I'm going to fucking laugh 
like I'm going to be lying there and I'm going to get the giggles because there's going to be a gong and that's funny like gongs are funny they are um but actually in reality it wasn't it wasn't well so we walk in and it's this lady's apartment and there's actually this is what this is why i said does she actually live here it's in the central part of london she has this beautiful room with exposed brickwork um huge windows massive ceilings wooden flooring and you walk in and there's laid out on the floor maybe four, eight, twelve black mats that are set up with like a, a little pillow, an eye rest, like eye patch. So a blanket. And a blanket. And this massive fucking gong in the <laughs> middle of the room. And about twelve different gong bangers. <laughs> Whatever they're called. <laughs> so we sit down and Leah's like, go get your phone, go get your phone. So anyway, we've taken some pictures. The room's set up beautifully. It's very nice, but yeah. you're going into a room with a massive fucking gong and you're just like, what am I going to do in here? So before you get into the gong room, there's a corridor. When we stepped into that corridor, all I could smell was weed. <laughs> oh, yes. And I was literally like, oh my fucking God. It's like work, walking into a college frat, like college house. It fucking... <laughs> It was wrong. It was giving me an instant headache. And it transpired that actually it was sage, not weed. But fuck me, it was like so overpowering. Yeah, and she'd, she'd set too much alight and hadn't put it out or something. So it was, yeah, it was very smoky. In fact, my, my throat is a bit coarse um, from sitting in a smoke room for an hour. Yeah, well, when we all get to kind of the experience bit, but I, there was a moment where I was lying there with my fucking eye patch up on, so I couldn't see anything my shut in the dark and I was like clearly the room is on fire because <laughs> it smells like it's burning and I can't really take a deep breath in she was like take a deep breath in I was like yeah, I was like I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> struggling to and I you know do Pilates three four times a week where you have your breathing exercises and stuff and I was like I can't even do those I'm really struggling and I couldn't work out why I was struggling yeah, it was, it was yeah. just fixed my yeah but anyways not cool not cool so not you cool, lie down <laughs> You lie down and she um, says, I'm not going to talk too much and I'll explain the gong benefits or whatever at the end of the session. I'd just quite like to get into it. And she kind of does a, a guided, you know, breathe in, breathe out, feel how heavy you are on the mat kind of thing. Yeah, let it all go. Well, she oh, yeah, said she'll go doing... through the window and I was like, all I can hear is the fucking cars outside. Where she, are you letting me go at? She was like, letting me letting go it. Me to go, whatever. When she said, like, I'm going to take you on a guided meditation, for me, a guided meditation is somebody, like, taking you on a journey. Like, you know, you're you're walking down a path, you know, that they're, like, guiding you and you're doing some sort of, like, relaxing exercise. It wasn't that. It was, like, breathe and, you know, let go of all the stuff that's bad for you, you know? Like, yeah. it was all a bit kind of chill. Uh, yeah. Um, but anyway, so it was maybe, like, two, three minutes of breathing. Yeah. And then... All I could think about was you because the, the there's a sort of the gong starts, but it's not like gong gong. Imagine somebody just like I guess with one of her utensils mm. stroking the gong, so there's a really low murmuring sound. And a at that point, I'd remembered that Leah had said as we were walking in, "I'm going to get the giggles." So at that point, I I was smiling like a buffoon, and. 
it sounded like a fucking over, um, helicopter overhead. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, if we're sitting in a room with a helicopter noise over us, this is not what I've signed up for. What I, I found myself quite distracted because she started playing the gong, as it were, right? So it wasn't like... But it, she was like doing different things to make yes. different sounds. And, like, and at times it kind of really built. Yes, actually, there was one moment where it was really quite strong. And I remember she said, if you find the gong too intense, focus Breathe. on your breathing. Yeah. So I was like, this is really loud and really, like, it is too intense. Focus on your breathing. So at that point, I did. Did you? But aside from that one moment, I actually, now, thinking back on it, can't really remember much of it. Because what she explains afterwards is that the state in which your brain is in is kind of that between sleep and awake meditative state. And the vibrations and the noise of the, the, the sounds that the gong make help help your brain relax into that state. And reflecting on it when she was talking about it, I was like, I completely, I wasn't asleep. I wasn't fully awake. I was in this really relaxed mm. state where I was aware of the noises around me. I could hear your deep breathing and but entirely relaxed. There was not a thought in my mind, actually. Apart from, oh, I'm really comfortable. I had some really crazy thoughts. Of course you did. No, I was sort of like problem solving and I was like trying to work out how to fix some of my work stuff. Oh, interesting. But it wasn't really, really intense and frantic how it normally is. It was really, it wasn't that bit like I kept almost falling asleep. So it was like I'd try and sort of solution something and then it would all get a bit hazy and then... You know, things would be purple, and I'm like, oh, I'm waking up. Um, but it was, like, really nice. Like, I didn't fix anything. Like, I didn't come out of it. She said, like, oh, it could be really good creative space. I didn't feel like it was creative space in that sense. But definitely I feel like I wasn't, like, it wasn't a stressful experience. Did it feel like an hour to you? Uh, no. In fact, but all these things, you know, all of the things that we've tried that are meant to be relaxing and, and whatever, like, I fall asleep and it's over in five minutes. And although I, I don't think I fell asleep in this I think thing, you did, but only really, really, really briefly. There was, I was snoring. There was one I don't point. Snore. No, you didn't snore. But there was one point quite towards the end, the gong was getting a bit softer and I could just hear you and you were definitely like, really sleep breathing but like and I it honestly made me really happy because I was like oh me fell asleep yeah but it probably only lasted for about two minutes yeah so I was aware of like bits where you are definitely more asleep than other bits um but I it didn't feel like an hour at all and I remember going in being like god we're here for a fucking hour like this is really going to drag. I think because both of us just have like stuff to get on with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. like, it's really going to drag. This is such a waste of our evening. I'm really annoyed. Leah and I haven't seen each other in so long. I'd rather catch up. Like, ugh. Oh, I did. It was over. Like oh, I did. I was like, I said, I was really begrudging about having to do it. Wow. And then, um, and it was over in five minutes, and I came out. I was. I think I rolled my eyes a little bit because you were like, we're not allowed to speak, and I was like, here we go. She's gonna call bullshit on it all. I found it just as relaxing as anything else where I fall asleep and I'm quite comfortable. <laughs> but you said to me, though, when we were there, you said you actually 
what did you say? You look noticeably. Yeah, you you literally look. You were like a, you look like a different person. Yeah. You were so frazzled when yeah. I saw you, and I think even then I was like, I don't think I've seen you like this. And yeah, and I you came out serene, and I really did. I honestly like that. And I said to you, like, I'm not saying this didn't work because obviously it did work. Like, I don't know if I'd have lied down in a dark room for an hour, I would have had the same effect. No, 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 not at all. No, but you wouldn't have. No, it really did. I feel, I feel re-energised. I really, really do. I feel, I, I fucking hate this shit because I want to just say it's bullshit because it's a fucking gong and I don't like the idea that we were in there with a fucking couple that were like oh macking out. Sorry, can we just focus on that for two minutes before we get back into like how great you feel? And yeah, yeah, sure. So we walked into the room and there's already like one, I don't know if they were a couple or just friends, like on the right hand side, that were Behind just kind of us, chatting, yeah. They're a couple, the ones who were in the matching outfits. I didn't see what they were wearing. Yeah, they were literally both turned up, she commented on it. They both turned up in like a red uh, kind of um, knitwear jumper and matching trousers and they were like, oh, not on purpose, it just happened. They were like identical. Oh, yeah. right, how funny. Newly together. Newly together? Yeah. How do you know that much detail? Because there was a comment, she was like, oh, yeah, I just thought it might be like a really fun, like, something like early date or... Oh, my God, imagine going on an early date to that. I think it's kind of nice. Especially if you don't want to talk to somebody. Then don't go on a date with them. Well, you know what I mean, like... No! Really? That, for me, is like a real couple's date, as in, like, you're a settled couple. I would... Me that's, like, permanently dating, that would not be on my radar, even, like... Yeah, but it's like the cinema. It's the most, for me, it's the most pointless fucking date of all time. But sometimes it's really good to have it. If you're on a bad date, what should we do? Let's go see a film. Well, don't go on a date with that person. But you're on a date with them. You're on a date with them. You're on the date already. And then (laughs) while you're on the date, you decide to go to the cinema. I had that date once. I've had that date too, but I found it fucking weird. What do you mean, weird? We were on a date. I was on a first date with someone. Yeah. And actually, we were really pissed about three or four drinks in. And at that point, he's like, should we go to the cinema? I should have said no and gone home because it was weird. We got to the cinema. He then put his stuff between us. Like, we took up three seats. The middle seat had his stuff on it. And I was like, A, I don't fancy you. B, we're really drunk. And C, why are we at the cinema? And you think I'm going to, what, molest you in the cinema? The cinema that I'm you had to molest Oh, what? Yeah. Well, what's your date? So I went on this date with this girl that I met on, um, oh my God, Gaydar Girls, when that was a thing. You don't know about I don't this. know about this, no. So, yeah. Uh, basically, so Gaydar was this massive, like... Well, it still exists, I think. Okay. And they invented Gaydar Girls, which is like the shitty lower cousin <laughs> of... of of gaydar so yeah i met this girl and we were talking for a while and we agreed to meet up in brighton got for some drinks and then we met up in one of my favorite places doesn't exist anymore and had some drinks but you know when you know from the minute yeah like, it's not same. gonna yeah. happen um she it's was like, like quite a, she was quite a fierce lesbian um i've never been really into the fierce lesbian scene so um, we had some drinks. She was like knocking back pints. I was like uh, having a pins. I think it was, it was it was an off from the from the go. And then I don't know if we planned it or if we hadn't planned it, but we ended up saying we'll go and see a film. And we went to see Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the new film yeah. with Johnny Depp in it. Yeah. 
And we got to the cinema, so you can imagine it was like a Saturday, it was full of fucking children. We sat in the cinema and like, yeah, she like probably tried to like mac out with me. And I was like, um, this is really one, I wasn't interested. Two, Two we're watching like, a film. We're watching a film <laughs> with children all around us. I don't really think this is appropriate behaviour. Um and that's not like a, a gay thing. Like, I just don't think it's appropriate for any people to just be macking out in the middle of a cinema with loads of kids around them. Anyway. At the end of the film, just to fi- follow the finish the story, the film was amazing. I fucking loved it. At the end of the film, I got up and left, and I forgot I was on a date. <laughs> and she like caught up with me outside. It was awful. It was horrific. So yeah, and that's all I mean. Like anyway, they were on a date. They were quite new. Those two. Yeah, those two, and they were both awful experiences for us. If I was actually like into someone, I don't want to waste my time on a cinema date because mm. I'm obviously still getting to date you, and. If I'm not into someone, I am not going on a date with you, never mind to the cinema. Mm. Well. And yet, both of us went on a shitty date to the cinema. It's funny. Maybe we learn our lessons. Maybe. We'll never do it again. But anyway, so going back to Gong. So there was a couple newly into their relationship. Newly into. Gong not offensive. I thought they were friends. They were obviously not. They were lovely. They were lovely. On the other side of the Gong room was... <laughs> A couple that were genuinely, like, lying on the floor, making out in a public space, in a darkened room. Under a blanket. Under a blanket, where I was like, other people are joining you to then have a fucking relaxing and meditation session. Fucking take it home. Mm. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, That's vile. I I just also, so I have a big thing with, like, PDAs and, like, public displays of perfection I am not a fan of. Mm. I'm not a fan of unless... I'm horrendously drunk and someone's making out with me. But, like, that happens <laughs> far too often. No. Um, <laughs> um, like, I'm not I'm not a hand-holdy person. Mm. If I'm on a date with someone, I'm chatting to them. I don't, you know, like... And I, I find it really offensive when people are really PDA-over-toppy. Yeah. And especially in that kind of a setting. Like, yeah. if you really cannot keep your hands off each other... Don't be in that setting. If you really can't keep your hands off each other, don't leave your house. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't. It just doesn't feel right to me. I, yeah, I agree with you. I found that that was quite frustrating. Then there was the girl with the really bright hair. Yeah, she was fine. She was fine. She was, like, having a fucking orgasmic Love experience. Oh, she? was she? Yeah, she was, like, her body was shaking. She was convulsing. What? Yeah, she said... Stop it! No, that's what she said. She said... I was in the toilet and they were all chatting. Oh, right, yeah. Psychedelics. She was like, yeah, it's, like, amazing. Then there was she the... taken psychedelics for it? No, it was oh. like she'd taken psychedelics. She said that's what she saw, colours and kind of stuff. She's lying. I had the colours in the in the okay. flow, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, not did, in this, yeah. no colours. Um, at one point, I did feel like I was zooming out massively. Like, I felt like I felt like I was zooming out away from the sound, but that was very weird, mm. and it passed. Then there was one other girl. There wasn't that many people there, actually, was there? Yeah. But um, that one other girl had been before. Oh, fucking hell. And so did the blue head to every fucking class. Oh. And they were going on, like, as we were leaving, you were like, stop fucking talking. Yeah, because I think I was quite oh. zen. And yeah. so there's only one toilet. And the, yeah, we were eight people or something. Eight, nine people. So I luckily popped the blue first, as I always managed to do. And um, and when I came out, I was putting my shoes on. They were all kind of... Yeah, t- cacophony of noise. Yes. And I was like, yeah. we've just done this very nice, quiet thing. Why are you now, like, 
chattering at high volume. I spent most of the experience thinking, why is this place on fire? I can't really breathe and it smells so bad in here. And at the end, and I'll be really honest with you, I would say that's the thing that would put me off doing it again. Yeah, but you know that she admitted. And she said, fuck, I've really screwed this up. Yeah. Um, I've let that sage burn. I could have set fire to the place it was supposed to go out. God, I'm so sorry it's so smoky in here. And that kind of made me feel really happy because that is, honestly, honestly, that environment was not fun for me. I don't like the the smell of sage. I don't think I've ever noticed what burning sage smells like. Well, that. Well, yeah, now I know, but that wasn't pleasant. You're right. And that made me feel quite, like, uneasy. I was like, oh, I don't need this. I wish it smelled really kind of soft. And Well, it's weird because at one point I was like, this, this smells vile. And I thought that she'd then lit some other kind of incense. Did yeah. she? No. Because I got other smells. There was I could candles. smell tangerine. There was some candles. Oh, because at one point I was like, that's really weird. Really vividly, it smells like either she sprayed... Or she's eating a tangerine. Well, I wondered if she was playing the gong or if it was a recording. Yeah, you'd never know, would you? No, because she's not looking. And I thought, God, that must be really boring if you're her for an hour just going... (laughs) It also doesn't sound like that. It's kind of like murmurings that crescendo. Yeah, it is quite... Actually, it's quite a phenomenal sound. And what I realised as well was when she stopped... Now, this would be... I didn't notice her stop. All of a sudden, it was like... That must That's have been when, when you I were asleep. Because did you hear all the tinkly, tinkly, twinkly? No. So to to get us back into the room after the gonging, so the gonging the gonging stopped. It was silent for about two minutes, and you could hear the rain, the traffic, the oh, no, which yeah, I completely and utterly gone from yeah. my kind of you know point of reference. And then she had. Uh, like it actually reminds me of a phone alarm, but it, oh. it was like wind chimes or something, and okay. she played those. So it was totally different sort of noise, and then everyone sort of was coming around. And then actually she was like, okay, and if you're ready, you can... Yeah, how did you get signed or something? Sign. And that point, I was like, like, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, okay, sorry, yeah. You were like, oh, hello. And in fact, you didn't turn to your side. You actually <laughs> got your blanket and just lifted it up a little higher, and I was like, okay, maybe she's not going to... Yeah, like, no, do you know why? Because I was like, oh, I'm so comfy, and I'm a little bit cold, and she's saying that you can take your time, so I'm just going to take my time to get back in the room... I was not that comfy. Oh, I was. I had a real pain in my left shoulder. So I was lying there and I didn't want to move too much because I probably would have elbowed you. I just couldn't get comfortable. I couldn't oh, get it to be flat on the floor. Um, it did go, I think, because probably Also, that's the thing. I had, do you remember, we met, yeah. sorry for too much information here, horrendous period pains. And so when we first lay down, I get it really bad in my lower back. We did a whole podcast on period Oh, yeah, pains. you're right. So on my um, so when we first lay down, I was like, I'm in such bad back pain. I'm, that's why I was in a bad mood as well. Sorry, yeah. that is entirely why I was. I in bad didn't mood. say that because I just thought it was too much information. I forgot. I forgot. That's why. But anyway, so I came out of that gong. That's completely cured my period pain. Mm. Completely. Well, that's my, where I need to go. By the end of it, I was like, oh, my shoulder doesn't hurt anymore. And I think for the first time in probably about. Three months. Well, actually, not just three. We went for a float, didn't we? Two yeah. months ago. Comes it really that long ago? A month ago. Yeah, a month ago. Um, <clears throat> I do feel like I'm de-stressed in the shoulders as well. So honestly, and it's funny. She did make a reference. She's like, you know, this doesn't this doesn't work for everyone. You know, some people 
do other things like a sensory deprivation tank, otherwise known to us as a flotation tank. Um, but so, so yeah, Leah and I floated again. Um, yeah, just about a month ago, <clears throat> just over a month ago, because we loved it so much the first time. And, and again, Leah was really stressed and just really needed it. Um, this is definitely something you could do instead of flotation. And a fraction of the price. So you yeah. bought this, and I honestly was like today we were putting it on split wise and I thought this was going to cost I would have said about 40 quid no but don't you remember when we first booked it yeah but we booked it was a 20 minute morning session oh you're right so it was a tenner but I thought this would be like oh it's an hour so I thought probably about 40 quid and it was 17 pounds yeah 17 pounds for that fuck yeah because I really feel like it helped me yeah it really did I could happily do that again yeah when I need to kind of just relax my mind, yeah. yeah. And I reckon it's probably like anything with meditation, the more you do it, the better you'll get at it. Because I say that because this time was our first time. But so I don't think you of, need to get better at it because it's you, you go like into a you go into this brain relaxation mode. But I I wasn't able to do the thing that I could do in the float tank, which was get rid of all my thoughts. Uh, because it's that dreamy, sleepy, wakey state. I was still trying to solve all my problems. It could also be the unpleasant smokiness. Maybe. That actually, if you could breathe properly and really yeah, relax into the breathing. Makes. I've been having these, like, crazy dreams where... So I wake up four, five, six, seven times a night, and I'll be like, oh, I've got a problem. Uh, this, I don't know, this line in China doesn't have a uh, failover on it. And I'll have to, like, literally sit there and go, is this a real problem? <laughs> or is this a made-up problem? Like, do you actually have a line in China? I'm like, uh, no. Okay, cool. So just chill, go back to bed. But if it's a real problem, I have to write it down. So that's, I think, where I was. I kept going into these, like, really right. weird states of, like, some of it was real, some of it was, like, half real, half imaginary. And I think that's what happens when you're just a bit, like, like fried. But um, I feel like if I was... If I did it again, it wouldn't be my first time, so I wouldn't be kind of apprehensive. I'd kind of know what was coming, and I might relax into it a little bit more. Yeah. I don't know. Also feel, like, controversial. I would be way more happy if I was lying on my front. No, that for me is... I mean, I don't lie on my front for anything. I lie to sleep, I lie on my side. Do you? Yeah. But if I was on my front, that is more sleeping than... Meditating. Mm. Yeah, well, they always say you should be that, but I would have been totally like chilled out, like. But then you would have just been going for a nap. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So scores out of ten, then. Not that we yeah, normally do that. Um, eight, I think. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. Solid eight. Yeah. And as it really does piss me off because, <laughs> you know, it just turns out I'm just coming round to all this fucking crazy bullshit, and you know, I just <laughs> you're a hippy dippy. Yeah. It's getting a bit hip, hippy dippy, isn't but it? But you know what? I'm down for trying these things and and becoming a convert. Yeah. It's better. It's better to try not them and yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Than yeah. try not be like hell's no. Yeah. Still haven't been hypnotized though. <laughs> I love that story. I, it's fucking I love shit. it so much. All right, great. Well, that's uh, gong baths. Done. Done.